This is John Coos, and you're listening to the NLP Life Coach Podcast. Enjoy. The vitality of books. Today we're talking about how books can be friends, how they can decrease cognitive decline, become a source of truth and meaning. Books can even reduce stress, and believe it or not, increase empathy. Alright, in Dostoevsky's notes from the underground's final pages, he alludes to the significance of books to lead a meaningful life. He writes, Why? We don't even know what living means now. What is it? And what it is called. Leave us alone and without books, and we shall be lost in confusion at once. We shall not know what to join on to, what to cling to, what to love to, what to hate, and what to respect and what to despise. So basically he's saying without books we don't have bearings. I'm going to read a series of quotes from well-known thinkers, philosophers, and namely authors as well that validate the intrinsic value of reading. So reading is improvement of the self. Aldous Huxley writes, every man who knows how to read has it in his power to magnify himself, to multiply the ways in which he exists, to make his life full, significant, and interesting. Now that's a great quote. He's saying it empowers you, reading does in multiple ways, magnifying yourself. And then we've got Proust. Proust says there are perhaps no days of our childhood we live so fully as those we spent with a favorite book. I agree with that. Some of my greatest moments of childhood were exploring the world of a fiction novel or reading a, a, a non-fiction book. Okay, so books can improve cognitive health. In one study conducted in 2013, researchers used functional MRI scans to measure the effect of reading a novel on the brain. Now, brain scans show that throughout the reading period and for days afterward, brain connectivity increased, especially in the somatosensory cortex, the part of the brain that responds to physical sensations like movement and pain. So that cortex stimulation, that electricity in the brain, increased after sustained reading. Here's a great quote by Kurt Vonnegut. I believe that reading and writing are the most nourishing forms of meditation anyone has so far found. By reading the writings of the most interesting minds in history, we meditate with our own minds and theirs as well. This to me is a miracle and that is a great thing about the written word you get to connect with people like Plato and Aristotle or great fiction writers like Vonnegut himself now this one's great Borges Orhe Luis Borges says I've always imagined that paradise will be a kind of library and this is my first of second quotes where it's layered. The meaning is layered because Borges is known for his, 
his writing of his Borges Library, which is basically a, a fictional library he created that contains every single book that could possibly ever be written, even the gibberish books. So it's, it's a purely fictional library, because it would, in a sense, go on inf infinitely, but um, it's a library that contains old books, and he says Paradise would be some kind of library. So maybe it's his library. Uh, reading is relaxing. In 2009, a group of researchers measured the effects of yoga, humor, and reading on the stress levels of students in demanding health science programs in the United States. The study found that 30 minutes of reading lowered blood pressure, heart rate, and feelings of psychological distress just as effectively as yoga and humor did. Now here's a great funny quote by Groucho Marx. He says, I find television very educating. Every time somebody turns on the set, I go into the other room and read a book. In addition to being a source of fulfillment from the distraction of a television, you can find source of friendship and education in reading. Charles Eliot says, books are the quietest and most constant of friends. They are the most accessible and wisest of counselors and the most patient of teachers. And additionally, books can increase empathy. And speaking about sensing pain, research has shown that people who read literary fiction, stories that explore the inner lives of characters, show a heightened ability to understand the feelings and beliefs of others. Researchers call this ability the theory of mind, a set of skills essential for building, navigating, and maintaining social relationships. While a single session of reading literary fiction isn't likely to spark this feeling, the research shows that long-term fiction readers do tend to have a better developed theory of mind, which increases empathy. And Neil Gaiman touches on this as well. He reminds us that books, even fiction, give us an indelible register of truth. Neil Gaiman writes, the fiction author, Ideas, written ideas, are special. They are the way we transmit our stories and our thoughts from one generation to the next. If we lose them, we lose our shared history. We lose much of what makes us human. And fiction gives us empathy. It puts us inside the minds of other people, gives us the gift of seeing the world through their eyes. Fiction is a lie <coughs> that tells us true things over and over. That was the foreword that Neil Gaiman wrote in 2013 to Bradbury's famous Fahrenheit 451. And this is the second quote that's layered because Fahrenheit 451 was a book that was entirely written about the power of books. It was about burning books in a futuristic age where beliefs and meaning was completely distorted. And books were sacrificed as a result, unfortunately. 
Uh, St. Augustine writes, The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only one page. That's more about stepping outside of your hometown and exploring the world. But making it like a metaphor of a book is an appropriate connection, I think. That's really true. If you never leave your hometown, you really haven't begun to read the story of your own life. Finally, the last one. J.K. Rowling writes, Books are like mirrors. If a fool looks in, you cannot expect a genius to look out. That's a great one. Books require an investment of intelligence. Sure, they're pointless, banal books, but the good books require an intelligent reader. You just listened to an episode of the Minimalist Coach Podcast. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram, all under the name John Coos. Be sure to visit johnkooz.com, johnkooz.com for more updates. Thanks for listening, and you have a most superbly excellent day.